We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little God and Guns, Leonard Skinner. That's an appropriate intro. Good job, Dave. Well, Joe Biden unveiled new gun control measures last week in a thinly veiled exploitation of the recent Sacramento gang shootings. The first category of guns targeted by the White House were ghost guns, but are you know likely to see more attacks on our Second Amendment in the near future. Joining us now is Mark Walters. He's a member of the Board of Directors for the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. As a nationally syndicated host of two radio talk show programs, Armed American Radio and Armed America's Radio Daily Defense, Mark is heard on hundreds of stations weekly across the country. Mark is also the co-founder of Armed American News and the recipient of the 2015 Gun Rights Defender of the Year Award. That trumps my A-plus rating from the NRA when I was in the legislature. Mark, welcome to the show, brother. (laughs) Oh, John, thanks for having me on, man. Great to be with you finally. Uh, You know, for my listeners who aren't familiar with them, what exactly are ghost guns? I I had a buddy ask me the other day, what's a ghost gun? Is is that like the Ghostbuster weapon? And I had to kind of laugh at him. I don't know. I can't see them. They're ghosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, all kidding aside, ghost guns, as you know, John, it's just simply a made-up term right. by the corporate mainstream, mainstream media. It's fake. It doesn't. Americans have been building guns from kits since the founding of our nation. And this is a new, I'll use the word trumped up, <laughs> dredged up 
scary term by the political left to take advantage of people's fear, using their compatriots in the media to do so, to push a gun control agenda that is failing miserably, as we've witnessed, in every Democrat city in this country. As a result of that, they make up these terms. They get help from the Bloomberg-funded organizations like Every Town for Gun Safety, uh, Moms Demand Action, which is a silly name, too, by the way, when you think about it. The Giffords, the Bradys, and the rest of them and their friends in the media begin to push this narrative. Ghost guns, ghost guns, ghost guns. It's now a bullet point talking point from every talking head, anti-gunner, anti-freedom, mask-wearing idiot on the left. <laughs> You're right, and I've seen these kits, and we're not only talking about ones that are you know, printed through 3D printers, but I've actually seen right. these kits that can you can recreate uh, flintlock weapons, you know, flintlock muskets through sure. these, these kits, but this proposed measure would likely require firearms dealers to run background checks on buyers of the kits as well. I mean, it just seems so obtrusive. And the funny part in all of this, Mark, is uh, the last time I checked, there wasn't anybody going around robbing a quickie mart with a kit from a flintlock rifle. I mean, it's just so asinine. Well, it, let's just checkmate the other side quickly. Number one, homemade firearms from a 3D, 3D printer that you just mentioned are still legal to make. And they don't require serial numbers on them at all. The, uh, the, the, and now, if it's good enough for Joe Biden, the ATF is now the AFT on my radio programs because he says it's the AFT. <laughs> so the AFT, to mock Biden because they like to mock us, the AFT has no problems with Americans like me or you buying a printer and printing a 3D gun for our own personal use. That Unless you sell it commercially, would it have to be serialized? So the kits that we're talking about that Americans have been building, this is just another cumbersome burden on law-abiding citizens. Let's checkmate the left. Criminals don't buy serialized guns. Criminals steal guns. Right. Criminals don't build guns and don't get background checks for guns. Criminals steal guns. Now, let's take Sacramento, for example, which is, as you mentioned in the intro, was this being a, an opportunity for them to take advantage of that, which is what they always do. Sacramento, the two people that were arrested so far, the brothers, were already 100,000 gobzillion percent gun controlled in California. They were convicted felons, shouldn't have had any gun. Forget ghost gun, forget buying a gun, forget owning a gun. They can't even be around a gun. Not only were they in violation of every single California gun control law, they were also in violation of every federal gun control law, the same ones that Diane Feinstein herself, after the Sacramento shooting, used to call for more gun control, identical to what California has at the federal level, which the criminals had already violated. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of asinine, although I'm not entirely sure that Diane Feinstein would remember that she called for that. But that's a, a separate yeah. issue. Uh, we're talking with Put Mark. her and Biden together in a yeah. room and they'll shake each other's hand. Oh, all day. Uh, if they can find each other, if you know, if they're not on the stage. Right, right. Uh, we're talking with Mark Walters, nationally syndicated host of Armed American Radio. Y you mentioned Biden. I have to ask you, Mark, at, at multiple events over the last few months, Joe Biden has repeated a familiar line. He likes this phrase, quote, we talk like there's no amendment that that's absolute. When the Second Amendment right. was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun or any size of gun and any kind of weapon. He likes to repeat this statement, and he right. did so again just last week. 
it's blatantly false, right? I mean, it's just it's just a complete false narrative that he's made up. I can buy a cannon today if I want to. Yeah, that's what I thought. Joe Biden knows that. He knows that. But you've you've got to understand this, John. This you've got. We've got to stop. Uh, what's the radio word I can use? We've got to stop <laughs> dancing around this issue, and we've got to start telling it like it is. Let me put it that way. Okay, Joe Biden is a liar, and he knows he's lying. Even the Washington Post and New York Times have fact-checked those statements as false. He's gotten the most Pinocchios you can get from the Washington Post, who is no fan of my right to keep and bear arms. Joe Biden is lying. And again, you can't dance around this issue. He's, he's hitting on his base, which, when you read these statements, requires your IQ to drop. Mm-hmm. To a certain level, because in order to accept what he's telling you as fact, you have to be a certain level of stupid. And I, and I can't put that any other way other than to tell it like it is, because these people blindly listen to anything they say. And I like to say on my radio show, ignorance, when left unattended, breeds stupidity because the answers are out there. People choose not to look for the truth. And that's why he gets away with it because the mainstream media does his bidding for him by either lying for him, repeating their bullet points, or just simply omitting the truth. That, of course, is a lie of omission. And that media lie of omission, as you know, is more dangerous than lying outright because people can find the truth. But when they don't tell you anything about it, you don't have the ability to make a decision because you haven't even heard it. And the thing that that offends me so much in all of this conversation and any law that they try and pass is they're consistently targeting the lawful gun owner. And that's not the, the problem area here. I mean, it very rarely, very rarely is the lawful gun owner the problem. It's always the criminal, and they don't care how many gun control laws. You mentioned it. They they get their laws illegally anyway. They steal them. It's it's just so asinine. I, knowing that they're likely to lose control, that the Democrats are most likely going to lose the House, it's a good chance that they lose the Senate. Do you think right. that Biden and his allies in Congress will push for more gun control legislation between now and the midterm elections? Yes. Absolutely. That's a great question. And thank you for asking it. The answer to that question is unequivocally yes. As we saw with his, I guess it was the Rose Garden a couple Mondays ago when he, you know, put out his ghost gun deal, whatever he wants to call it, and nominated his new AFT director, who was an avowed anti-gunner right along par with David Shipman, who was on the payroll of every town for gun safety, for crying out loud, when he was nominated. So, yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. And the Second Amendment Foundation, myself and many others, actually didn't see this coming as soon as we did. We, we, thought, we, would, we thought we would see this around June. So he's a couple months early. And here's what I want listeners to take away. Please pay attention to this statement. All right. Joe Biden made it very clear in his announcement of his ghost guns, his 374 page, which, by the way, is nothing but a rulemaking from an agency that skirts Congress that actually makes law. They're redefining the term firearm to fit their definition so that they can continue to do what Joe Biden said. Here's the takeaway. This is just the beginning. Yeah. This is just the start. That's what Biden said. Listeners, please take him at his word for this because they know as they get closer to November, gun control is going to be a losing issue. So they're going to back off. That's why they're going to do it right now. And that's why they started a little bit earlier, we believe, than when we first expected it in June. Well, if folks want to listen to you, if they want, first off, you're on Twitter at A-A-R-Mark, 
And the website yes. is armedamericanradio.org, correct? Yes, .com or .org will take you there, and they can read Armed American News, where we separate on my news division site fact from fiction, where we separate opinion from news. If it's an opinion piece written by me or one of my staff, it says opinion. If it's a news piece, it is a straight news piece right smack down the middle, and it's all focused on the right to bear arms and everything to do with the fight, the ongoing fight for the right to bear arms. Wouldn't it be nice if the legacy media did that? What a, what a novel concept. Mark, uh, thank you again. You used to. Yeah, they, it's true. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, Walter Cronkite, you know, you, you could trust the news yeah. to keep their opinions to themselves and just cover the news. Uh, oh, those were the days. <laughs> Yes, they were. They are long gone, though, guys. Amen, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening, my friend. Carry on the fight, brother. You can count on it. Thanks, John. Looking forward to coming back. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, we'll expose the dangers of the assault on the libs of TikTok Twitter page by the left and the legacy media with Curtis Houck from Newsbusters. We're going to play some clips. If you haven't followed the Libs of TikTok Twitter page, you will not want to miss this next story. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24-7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away, and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5 this is a call to the self-starters, to the self-made, and the self-sufficient. It's time to declare a new kind of independence because Edelman Financial Engines is here to provide tailored investment solutions for your kind of wealthy. You should expect more from your wealth advisors. Our investment management approach is based on Nobel Prize winning research and our planners don't sell products to earn commissions. And because we're here for those who question the answers, we model more than 38,000 securities so we can better stress test your portfolio through thousands of scenarios. So no matter where you're going next, see what we can build for you. Call 888-899-4450. That's 888-899-4450. Or visit efewealthplanners.com to get your complimentary financial plan. Edelman Financial Engines, built for those who built themselves. Glenn Beck. MasterCard has now joined forces with the United Nations mm. to come up with a new credit card that measures your carbon footprint. And when you've hit your limit, it shuts off. Wouldn't that be great? Or if you would have bought no. the New York Post and it said transaction disallowed, inappropriate material. Card not authorized for transactions at Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby. That's coming. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. When the President of the United States speaks here, there's a group of people all around the world that are not on our side that look and evaluate everything he's saying. 
Think of the things that Vladimir Putin has said that we keep quoting. We take that seriously and look at that as motivation. They're because doing the same thing over there with every one of these gaffes. This guy is going to gaff us into World War III. The Glenn Beck Program. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Whenever you play this song, I get emails. <laughs> you can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Uh, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> you just have to get me in trouble, don't you, Dave? I know. So for those of you who aren't familiar with it, the Libs of TikTok Twitter page is comprised almost solely of videos of liberals talking about themselves. The concept is simple. They find interesting videos that they've already uploaded to the Internet by people who made them. So, again, this is liberals, most of them, you know, oddballs, who have made these videos themselves and then libs of TikTok post them on Twitter, exposing how radical these liberals really are in their own words. This stuff is is visceral, folks, and the bulk of it, unfortunately, sadly, comes from teachers. Hi, my name's Alice, and I'm a preschool teacher. Recently, we started wearing pronoun pins, and the kids get to pick a new pronoun pin every day. We have some that pick, like, she, her every single day, and we have some that change it up. So I'm a non-binary preschool teacher, and my kids know I'm non-binary. Um, they know I'm not a girl or a boy. I use they, them pronouns in the classroom. We work on it. Not all the kids get it. That's okay. And I go by Mix Gray in the classroom, not Miss or Mr. Man, y'all thought me uh, teaching the children about me being Polly was crazy. But not only that, but they also know that I'm gender fluid. I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl. Kids as young as three and four are actually <laughs> aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it. To say that pre-K through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia. Doctors guess at the gender. <laughs> okay, whatever. But because the libs for TikTok or libs of TikTok Twitter page is exposing them for who they are. Again, they're just reposting these videos created by the authors themselves. The creator of the Twitter page is now under attack herself. Joining us now to discuss what's going on is Curtis Hauke. He is the managing editor for Newsbusters. Curtis, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, brother. Yeah, good to be with you, my friend. Uh <laughs> Okay, um, so I love Libs for TikTok, and, or Libs of TikTok. They have more followers than the entire population of the state of Wyoming 
and her attendance now dwarfs the nightly viewership of CNN. So needless to say, the Twitter page is a phenomenon, which is clearly why the left is now attacking it. Yeah, when I was on TimCast uh, with Tim Pool a month or two ago, I specifically said it's one of my favorite follows. And it, and and it, overall, before you even get into this Taylor Renz thing, it it is a, an account that a lot of journalists could learn from, John. They could learn from Libs of TikTok because what Libs of TikTok does is merely repost what liberals, in, in the case of the clips you play, teachers are saying. She's not cherry picking. She's not downloading and re-uploading as a, as you know compilations she's just taking the media and copying it uh the the code and reposting it right you know uh, it, it's actual you know you could say dare say it journalism by just merely reporting and running word for word what other people are saying whereas we see so often with the liberal media 911 calls, for example, can be edited to make a certain, you know, narrative uh, go through, you know. Um, so and they often will cherry pick quotes. You often hear about that. That's why Christina Pushaw with Ron DeSantis's office so often posts the emails from liberal journalists when she gets press inquiries and then posts her replies as well so that people can see. Uh, what they run versus what they don't run, if anything at all. So I think, number one, Libs of TikTok does something that more journalists should do. Uh, so then it's even more of a shame of what they've done to her as of late. Yeah, it's organic. I mean, in, in another post, for example, from Libs of TikTok, they posted a video from a, quote, non-binary assistant professor at Old Dominion University. And this professor was posting a video where he, she, I, I don't know, whatever, where he, I guess, is trying to normalize the term minor attracted persons instead of using the term pedophile. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Well, heaven forbid we stigmatize pedophiles. But, I mean, Curtis, it just seems to me, again, she's just posting the stuff from these creators but mm -hmm. you know, the larger trend here is liberals using legacy and social media to silence dissenters is what they're doing and normalize pedophilia which for well, me is yeah. um, um, among other things is personal i was at penn state for example uh 10 years ago when the sandusky scandal broke out I can't imagine what it would be like now. I imagine the media would be like Jerry Sandusky was just a lost individual yeah. who had a point when he said he was attracted to young people. Yeah, he was a man. He was a minor attracted person. And the things that, you know, him interacting with little boys in locker rooms was just, you know, his feelings, you know, and it, we should acknowledge his love. That's really where we're going here. And I can't imagine what that would have been like. Uh, but 
nonetheless, here we are. This is the world that we're living in where uh, that kind of stuff is normalized. But, yes, you have Taylor Lorenz come along and the media just cry wolf when the tables are turned on them. You know, that they're somehow threatening these people that Libs of TikTok is posting, and you're threatening Taylor Lorenz by pushing back against her. This this goes to yet another example of how journalists and the intelligentsia, uh, you know, of the intelligence agency, you think back to Eric Saramella from the CIA that was the so-called whistleblower uh, in the first Trump impeachment trial. They believe the First Amendment only applies to them. Right. They love talking about the First Amendment, but it, but it's always about the asterisk because if you ask them to recite the First Amendment or what does the First Amendment mean to you, they would just talk about the free press the whole time. Well, no. You know what else? We have a First Amendment right to say you suck, and it's not a death threat. No. And, and I think many of them know that, but – there are some people that are just too stupid to understand that. We should acknowledge that some of them are just too stupid to know the difference. You're right. You're referring to Taylor Lorenz. She's the Washington Post columnist who wrote this controversial expose in the Post that went on to reveal the identity of the woman behind Libs of TikTok, which was an anonymous page. So they exposed her to the to the public when i mean exposed her her real estate license her parents address i mean it went went terrible what she's done the article included private information about the account holder i mean it, it really is a naked attempt to shame her into silence and then went further on to accuse the host of starting a hate campaign against lgbtq people Curtis, all she did was post their own videos, their own words. It's not a hate campaign. It's just saying, look, these are what these crazy people say, and you need to know about it. I, I just, how is that right. a hate campaign? This is not hacked material. This is not manipulated media right. where we're, we're like superimposing Tom Cruise's face over someone. Like, this is literally scouring the internet for public pages. It's not like someone's hacking into someone's locked Twitter account or whatever, or private pages. People willingly post things. They copy the link and then say, you know, teacher in, you know, Tallahassee, Florida, colon, quote, you know, runs a few complete sentences. That's it. <laughs> really, that's, that's all this is. And they're, they're terrified that they've exposed what education looks like because they so often say we don't teach sex ed to little kids you know well, why? that's preposterous this kids, is why. kids in libraries aren't reading about you know uh oral sex no 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 uh there's no such thing as critical race theory right you know we, we we don't believe that babies are born racist and that children should be taught that their existence is an act of terror against others um, no, 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 no. So you have an account that's actually saying no. Not only is that not true, here's people in this own field, mostly education, but other people as well, openly saying the opposite. Right. Yeah. That's... I, I think, again, this goes back to basic journalism that the media should be doing, but they're not. And in the piece with Lorette to Lorenz, one of them is, you know, talking about leading a hate movement against LGBT people. Uh, one of the examples that was cited, Lorenz doesn't even describe what was in the TikTok video that Libs of TikTok reposted, which was talking about a like sexy summer camp for like young elementary school students that would talk about a lot of things that aren't safe for work or 
radio. Um, and that was it. Right. Why wouldn't you describe that? And that's the same thing. The CNN goes on about fan books, fan books, fan books. Gee, Brianna or John Berman, how about you actually read from the books that parents want banned? Why won't you do that? Because half the time you can't because it's a violation of the FCC rules. I mean, some of this stuff is. Ta-da. Right. And this whole campaign is obviously an intimidation effort designed to shut down a highly effective Twitter feed. And I, I highly encourage my listeners, it's at Libs of TikTok, T-I-K-T-O-K. Go there, follow her. I mean, it, it, she's got some 800,000 followers. But, I mean, it's it's a great feed. And it's. I, I will tell you that some of the stuff, when you watch it, it's shocking. It's not things that you you will be disappointed in your local school district if you ever see one of your teachers on there. But I think it's it's folks, it's things that people need to see because these people are out there and they are educating our kids. Right, exactly. Um, and into the argument that well, kids are just going to learn about it anyway, because uh, that that's an argument I've heard before. Um, I would not, you know, little kids are very curious people. If you haven't ever met a little kid before, uh, they're very curious and they ask lots of questions for the sake of it. So if you start teaching them about how babies are made and that they can change their gender willy nilly, things are going to start happening that you don't want to have to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, th- that's just the a, a simple fact. Uh of life here. But apparently they're not, you know, the gender is something that a doctor just guesses at birth. So what do I know? And, uh, teachers, sh- and teachers should talk about their personal lives, yes, you know. Yes. Teachers so in Florida should be talking about how my gay boyfriend and I had a romantic bubble bath <laughs> in, in some oh. cabin in the woods. <laughs> Lovely. With that image, um, <laughs> if folks want to find you, it's at Curtis Houck, H-O-U-C-K on Twitter and newsbusters.org. Right, brother? Correct. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, try and forget the whole bubble bath idea. Um, <laughs> uh, love you, brother. Thank you again for joining us yep. this evening. Carry on a fight, my friend. Anytime. Uh, rest assured, Dave, there are no, no romantic bubble baths in our future anytime soon. Just so you know, we're going to pay a few bills when we return. I'll discuss the revolving liberal door at the DNC's favorite network, MSNBC, with Jeremy Murphy, the former vice president of communications at CBS. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Somebody grab the Mr. Bubble. We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. Switch to eco-friendly cleaning products and spend more time outside to make every day Earth Day. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Weather brought to you by Rustiac Ford. A quiet evening for the Wichita area. We'll see mostly clear skies. 44 degrees, though, by early Monday morning. Look for north winds to stay on the breezy side. For Monday, plenty of sunshine, 65 degrees in the afternoon with north winds gusting up over 20 miles per hour. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Roger Stern. 
a high-level meeting in Ukraine between President Volodymyr Zelensky and Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Fox's Trey Ying says the meeting was confirmed by a Ukrainian official. Now it comes amid the two-month anniversary of the Russian invasion into this country. There are real threats against the life of President Zelensky as Kyiv and other places across Ukraine brace for further fighting. Meanwhile, Russian missiles killed eight people in Odessa. At the Talladega Super Speedway, the NASCAR Geico 500 ends with a pass in the final lap. Car number one, Ross Chastain, taking it all in after his big win. This race came barreling to a very dramatic ending. Fox's Charles Watson in Alabama. This was Chastain's second win this year and of his career. America is listening to Fox News. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Steve and Ted Mornings. Of course, in the news this morning, talking about uh, transportation, the mask mandate, uh, American Airlines losing money, and the violence on flights, on the airline fights. Uh, I- anybody going to travel this summer? I'll see a show of hands out there. <laughs> I don't know. What, you got anything planned? You going to go overseas, Ted? Get on the planes, get in the car, the old family truckster, and take off to see the largest ball of twine. I haven't okay. got anything in the works. I don't either. So we'll just uh, play it by ear this summer. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Okay, Davis, you, you outdone yourself on this one. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A little Gnarls Barkley crazy. <laughs> uh, appropriate for this topic. <laughs> well, our favorite liberal, Rachel Maddow, has returned from her long hiatus from MSNBC. I, I just missed her, so oh, I pined. 
But not for long. Uh, Maddow, uh, MSNBC's highest rated star. That's sort of like, you know, the Cupid doll, the place for third, ply, third prize, has announced that beginning in May, she will only host her 9 p.m. Eastern show one day a week on Mondays. I know you're no doubt heartbroken over that, but have no fear. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki will leave her job later this spring for a job to, wait for it, MSNBC. Yes, that's right. She's moving to MSDNC. Joining us now to discuss the revolving liberal door at the DNC's favorite network is Jeremy Murphy. He is the former vice president of communications at CBS and the author of F Off Chloe, Surviving the OMGs and the FMLs, in your media career, Jeremy, thank you for joining us this evening, brother. Thank you for having me. Since Rachel Madcow left her show in February to work on, quote, other projects, the show has lost a staggering 40% of its viewers compared to the last week Maddow hosted the show herself. MSNBC is reportedly facing a crisis if she decides to permanently abandon the time slot. <laughs> Jeremy, the network is already facing a crisis. I mean, what, what does it matter? I mean, is it really that big a deal if she's I, the, the network? The ratings suck. <laughs> well, you know what? I want her agent because he got her more money for less work. Yes. Good point. <laughs> can, can that guy do all our deals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's a good point. I, we're talking about a, a crisis with the with the show. Relative to the first quarter of this year, the network's ratings fell 46% in total primetime viewers, 48% in daytime viewers, and 59% in their primetime demo. I mean, who's watching this network anyway, Jeremy? Well, I think a lot of it is um, the, the Trump bump. And, you know, when Trump was in the office, you know, regardless of what you think of him, he was great television. Sure. And everybody's ratings went up. Everybody's circulation went up. And it was, you know, uh, like a, a gilded age for news organizations because there was news every day. And now um, Trump's out of office and, you know, Biden is not very exciting. Um, the ratings are plummeting. CNN, MSNBC. I think Fox is pretty much held on. Um but, yeah, you know, it's boring. He's boring. Biden's boring. And, um, you know, MSNBC doesn't really have uh, a lot to go after anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's very um, obvious to me why their ratings are down. And, you know, Rachel, whatever you think of her, she's compelling. Yeah. You know, she's she's good television, too. And, you know, she was their marquee star. And now, like, I'm just curious like what in the world were they thinking just letting her go to one day a week that's uh, that's it doesn't make sense no it doesn't i mean what's the point if you're one day and 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 it's an odd day anyway would you just go with fridays i mean why if anything exactly. you'd put her on a sunday evening show or something where you who who the heck is watching a prime time on friday nights anyway but uh right. so they're in crisis mode without an heiress to the Maddow throne. Um, and here comes Jen Psaki to save the day. She's, you know, Mighty Mouse flying in to save the day next month, apparently. Is that going to be the key? Is, is Jen Psaki going to, I mean, she's annoying as all get out. Is she going to save the day for MSNBC? No, I mean, it's, it's a very curious choice to me because, 
you know, I, I think she's served Biden well, um, but she's not exciting and she's not compelling. And I don't know if she's going to attract viewers. And she's not because, credible you know, either. That's her other problem. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing is like once you're the mouthpiece for any president, you, you know, you're not um, objective. And, you know, and we saw that, um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, political people have co- go into journalism. I mean, George Stephanopoulos and Nicole Wallace um, and some have done better than others. Um, but, you know, Stephanopoulos and uh, Nicole Wallace are compelling. They're really interesting people. They have great delivery. They're really good on camera. Um, Jen, I don't know. I, I just I, I never pictured her as like you know, a television star. So I don't know what she's going to add to that. What do you, have you got any insight into what kind of show she, I mean, is she getting the Maddow slot? Do we know anything about what she's going to do? Oh, I think they're going to, I think she has a long runway. I think they're going to uh, ease her in because, you know, you can't just uh, foist a, uh, you know, a, a daily talk show on her. So I think what you'll see is her popping up as a commentator, as an expert, you know, adding perspective, you know, might probably meet the press, MSNBC. I know that they have, um, you know, they're going to be doing more streaming. Um, I think it's one of those plus apps or whatever. Um, So I think they're going to ease her into it, but they definitely have long-term plans for her. So tell me a little bit about the book, uh, F Off Chloe. It's a great title, by the way. It's reportedly a hilarious account of, of working in media I've had some experience now going on my fourth year uh, working in this medium. Can, can you tell us a little bit about the book? Yeah, the book is um, it's a humor book about the cultural divide between young and old in the workplace. And I was fascinated by this new generation, you know, not all of them, but Gen Zers coming into uh, uh, the job with very woke and with their own values and brand statements and wanting everything to con- everyone to conform around what they believe. And there's not a lot of, um, you know, there's not a lot of uh, discussion. They, they, you know, they have their values and they have their uh, beliefs and they expect everybody like almost like a doctrine. And that's not how it works. You know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you come in with your own brand statement, but you still have to get the coffee. Right. Like you have to pay your dues. We all did. Right. Um, so, you know, but at least some of these people are coming in and they want to know what your carbon footprint is and your stance <laughs> on Black Lives Matter. Like, shut up. Go do your work. <laughs> you were at one of the big three. You were at one of the Alphabet Networks right. at, at CBS. I mean, tell me, you know, when we think about classic uh, Murrow or or Peter Jennings even, I mean, trying to get it somewhat that people may recognize. You know, Walter Cronkite's a little old for most of my listeners probably, but if you you don't have to go too far back to an evening newscast where I think people – looked at the at the anchor person and said that's someone who's a journalist reporting the news nowadays right. you look at the news broadcast and it you can't help but when when Rachel Maddow for example is covering election watch election night that's not a news anchor that is an it'd be like Sean Hannity doing it over at Fox right right um what's it like i mean have you seen a trend in the main in the alphabets as well no, you know what? When I was at CBS, I have to say it was a very well run. Uh, you know, it was it was a uh, you know our CEO was Leslie Moonbeth. Uh, you know, he got into trouble later, but yeah. uh, it was a, it ran like a Swiss watch. Uh, news was always kind of like the the, the the thorn in our side. 
because, you know, it had a target on it on his back because of Dan Rather. You know, people thought he was biased and um, he, and he didn't certainly, you know, do himself any favors. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I always thought like, you know, I worked a lot with those journalists and, and, and I had such respect for them. Like none of them that I know came in with an agenda. You know, they just wanted to report the news. A lot of what gets on air is then filtered and interpreted by producers. And, um, you know, and I wasn't I was in the corporate office, so I wasn't really privy to like the day to day in the news division. But it was definitely a thorn in our side. (laughs) Well, again, the book is called F off Chloe surviving the OMGs and FMLs. In your media career, it's available on Amazon and f-offchloe.com, correct? Yes, yes. Jeremy, I I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Thank you so much. Uh, It's been a pleasure, my friend. Absolutely. Take care. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our, Our phones are open. We didn't quite get a chance to take calls at 745, but we'll take them now. 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. This is The Sean Hannity Show. You know, but Biden could fix the border, for example, bring back Trump's border policies. Wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't be that hard to do. He could fix the issue in terms of the high price of energy, and it would also impact inflation in a dramatic way if we would bring back the Trump energy policies and go back to energy independence. If they would abandon their defund, dismantle, no bail laws. New York, by the way, New York legislature doubling down on keeping the no bail laws. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. One thing that is heating up is this issue of zero experience Hunter. Now that the media is acknowledging that the Hunter Biden laptop is real, uh, that means that they have been tipped off that something is likely coming down the pike. The Biden grand jury is now sitting in Delaware, has collected enough evidence to even implicate Joe Biden himself in a criminal conspiracy. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I believe I have made a significant find. Coast to Coast AM earned its reputation with stuff like this. I'm George Knapp. Long before he portrayed a gangster on The Sopranos, actor Steve Sharippa rubbed elbows with real-life mob bosses in Las Vegas. The life and death of a TV classic, plus crashes and landings of unidentified craft in the U.K. Sunday. Find out what you think of Coast to Coast AM tonight. Overnights on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The United States has increased its petroleum production to the highest level ever. News doesn't stop, and neither do we. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
This is the Sean Hannity Show. If you get the feeling your standard of living is eroding, it's not by accident. The average American family's household income is now falling at the fastest rate since 1982 when adjusted for inflation. I'll read from the journal, Wall Street Journal. Inflation-adjusted wages are falling faster than they have in 40 years. That is a decline in inflation-adjusted wages of 2.7%. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, tooling around the garage, whatever. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay in the loop, stay informed on all the latest goings-on with the show. Uh, We talked about this a little bit last week on the show, but the Ford Tri-Motor is coming to Wichita. That's the uh, the first plane from 1928, first uh, first manufactured in 1928. It's a plane folks have recognized from the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, The flights begin Thursday through Sunday, the 28th through May 1st. Flying in the afternoons on Thursday and then uh, 9 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Friday through Sunday out at James Jabara Airport. If you're interested, it's flytheford.org. Should be pretty cool. If you want a little bit more information, just go to the Odyssey app or knss.com and listen to the podcast. We had them on last week. Also, applications for the 2022 class of the Kansas Republican Party's Men's Leadership Series are now being accepted and can be made online by June 1st through the MLS website, mls.ks.gop. We've had Kelly Arnold from the Men's Leadership Series on before. It's a great organization that helps to educate and recruit candidates, uh, train candidates, and folks who want to work on campaigns or just want to get more involved in the Republican Party. Um, I highly recommend the Men's Leadership Series. It's a great organization. I'm involved with it. I was a member of the first class of Men's Leadership Series graduates, and it's a great organization. They're taking applications now for folks who want to be a part of this year's class. Again, it's mls.ks.gop. Joseph, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thanks for sticking around. Hey, John. How's it going? It's, it's been a while since we've got a chance to talk. It has. Now, Joseph, I, uh, I'm i assuming you guys, it's about that time of year. Are you guys doing another ruck challenge? Absolutely. You know, I represent the Wichita Warrior Battalion charity, um, and our mission is to end veteran suicide. And we have a walk, uh, a ruck run walk coming up this Saturday at uh, Seba County Park at the Horseshoe Shelter starting at 9 a.m. It's a six-hour ruck. Um, so we'll be carrying around the weight just like service members carry that weight home from combat. Uh, you know, we do that to represent right. uh, their, their strife and all the things that they went through. And, and man, we're there to help help represent them and show them the love. Well, it's a great organization. I, you know, every year I keep telling myself that uh, 
I'm going to go do this. And then every year I remember that I can't carry a ruck for two miles. So um, <laughs> it, makes it makes it pretty easy for me to find something else that happened to pop up on my calendar. You know, for someone like you, it is kind of like a backache in a bag. But you oh, know, we... yeah, yeah. backache, leg ache, headache, hip ache, and a quick trip to the ER. I mean, it's but it's a great cause, and, and folks don't have to come out there and carry the ruck. They can come out and support you guys, donate to a great cause. Heck, that you can walk with a guy carrying the ruck, right? I mean, it's not about carrying the ruck; it's about what the the cause is, and which. We all know that, that suicides are up, veteran suicides are up, especially after COVID and everything that folks have gone through. So this is a great organization to help a, a, a great cause. Well, you know what? This year we've actually dedicated the RUC to an amazing uh, service member who um, was part of our community. He was a leadership instructor in the USD 259. Uh, he was a... Um, a uh, member of the Army National Guard and one of the most influential veterans throughout all the organizations here in the city. And he took his life last year on May 20th, and uh, his name was Brad Webster. And and it's really important that we remember that this is going on right now, and there are people taking their lives because they feel like they're alone. And that's what our RUC does. We connect veterans who are in crisis or veterans who just want to be there to be for each other. And, and we provide that support. Uh, it is a charity event. You know, all veterans are free that come out. It's $25 for anyone else, but that money goes directly to raise awareness and raise funds to help veteran suicide because I believe in my heart that we can prevent uh, more. We can do more than we're doing now. Well, you know, uh, you know, I, I've never really bought into the politics of the Black Lives Matter movement. I absolutely am a supporter of Blue Lives Matter and Unborn Lives Matter vets lives matters and this is another cause a great cause i'm glad to help uh bring awareness is there a website if folks are interested i know you guys have a facebook page you've used in the past is that the best place for folks to go for info well you know we do have a way facebook page it's wichita warrior battalion presents the webster's walk to end veteran suicide if you just put in wichita warrior battalion it'll come right up That's but we fantastic. do have a, a, our charity website is warriorbattalion.org and it is there. We we offer healing events. We offer peer mentorships uh, with veterans in need. And we have lots of opportunities for veterans to get involved. And this is one of those events. That's great. I appreciate you, Joseph. Carry on the uh, the good work, brother. Right. Uh, we're going to see you this year with a pack on your back. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's good to be optimistic. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thanks, John. It's a great group, though, Dave. You know, I mean, it's just a fantastic. I'm glad that he called because I want to bring awareness to it and. Um, it's just yeah, it's sad when you see vets who, who gave so much to our country and then they do something like this. Uh, at any rate, so there you go. Three great events coming up, two this month, one next. In the meantime, stick around next week. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 